0: If there was any doubt before the start of the race, I think we just, it wasn't there as soon as the gun went off. It it was pretty clear that we were really determined this year.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the Low Tide Boys Ace One Run Podcast. I'm Chip. And I'm Chris. And this is episode 66 pretty awesome. I think that It's awesome 66 times over. It's
2: yeah, I was just thinking about it earlier today when I was working on the show notes just like, man, that's just, that's just a lot of shows. It's a lot of content. But this episode probably takes it over the top in terms of content. I'm just going to I'm just going to put that out there as a hot take. We're super stoked to have George and Pontus back on the show this week to chat about the film all the way, the making of Run Champions. And we think that uh, we're going to call them throughout this, this intro just to save time, G&P. G&P. Are, we think they're great, and it was really fun to connect with them again. And uh, yeah, more on that later in the show. But we're going to announce this later, but it's important for us to say it now before we get too deep into this thing. We are, are Our media company, Chipper, LTBZ Productions, <laughs> um, is launching its first event, which is happening this Sunday, April 11th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We will be hosting the encore premiere of, of All The Way, The Making of Swirling Champions for the U.S. audience that missed the world premiere a few weeks ago. And we'll also have special guest G&P on after the film to do a, a QA and a with the audience. So if you guys want to get to meet um, them. g and and I feel like now I'm saying it too much. Um, so anyway, we're going to talk more about this later in the show, but you can head over to Low Tide Boys slash All The Way. All one word for all the details on that
1: yes and if you have any burning questions you can email to us or send in the dms yep. and, and that would be good we could have a little bank to to ask gmp when they're ready yeah on to this week's training update so we have training continues we've been seeing a lot of improvement on the swim side of stuff we've been really loving the plan that we are on uh from tower 26 Was isn't we're not on the special low tide boys plan we're no. just on the we're on the normal plan we kind of need to get on we the probably special should team. get on we need probably some some specialty <laughs> Uh, so if anyone is, is looking to give their swim training a jolt of energy or some structure or you're looking to make gains and you, you've been sort of Plateau banging ahead, or yeah, plateauing or something, definitely check out Tower 26. Both Chris and I highly recommend that. Highly. Swim run practices are on the horizon, and we'll be headed back to Lake Sonoma for the first of hopefully many swim run adventures there. Yeah. And now on to this week's jam-packed, Shout-out segment. Jam Chris packed. go.
2: Okay, so this is a shout-out heavy segment, but just just bear with me because all these shout-outs are are awesome. Worthy. Let's put Hot, it that way. Tied for all three three way tied for first. Definitely. So first a big shout out to Helene for her generous donation to our fundraiser for Wild Swim Runs Wild Youth Initiative. If you if you heard last week's episode, then you know that we raised enough for a second woman or girl to attend one of their amazing camps for free. Um, but we are not satisfied with that because mm-hmm. we try to be overachievers. And with her help, we've already jumped start. We have a jump start on getting the third scholarship funded. So if you want to help us get a third person um, to one of their amazing camps around the world, you can donate on our website, lowtideboys.com.
1: Big button there. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. All
2: the way at the bottom of the homepage. Next up, we have a a, a combo shout out for a great training crew from North Carolina. This is a group of eight folks who are all doing their first swim run at Lake James in a few weeks. They were supposed to do the race last year to celebrate Chris's 60th birthday, but, you know, COVID. So they're doing it this year for 61st. So best of luck to Chris and happy birthday, Bob, Al, Bobby, Ryan, Kristen, Brian, and Bernard. Whew. Yeah thanks for listening to the show and uh, prepare to have an awesome time at Lake James
1: I What think a God. great pack of folks. Their first swim run as a, a six a group of six yeah, and they're uh we they're already gonna be prepped up because that swim run lake James episode eight it's that eightable. was last week with uh did I say six six sixty birthday through me yeah, yeah, that's okay anyway it's eight so awesome folks
2: now I will say they they kind of need a team they need like a name they need like a oh like for a, their conglomerate yeah got crack. and swim run. There's all kinds of names out there, but you know, I'm not going to riff on the octagon of North Carolina. Yeah, there you go. So, finally, we really want to give a very special shout out to Trista Menon. She was recently selected to be a wild swim run ambassador, and we can't think of a better person to represent the mm-hmm. inclusive spirit of swim run and the mission of wild swim run to get more, more women and girls into the sport. Her enthusiasm is, inf- is infectious, and we've personally gotten um, and I, we know that she's personally gotten a small army of people to be super stoked on yes. swimrun. So thank you for everything you've done and will do for the sport. And I can say, I know I can speak for Chipper when I say that, you know, one of the blessings of starting the show is getting to meet you and, uh, you know, to be able to have some fun out there.
1: Here, here, I second that. So if you have any wild swimrun questions, now you can direct those to yeah. Trista. So her, she'll be linked properly in the show notes there yeah. if you're not already following her on uh, Instagram. Yeah, and if you and don't know handstand about- Handstand activity. Yeah,
2: a lot of handstands. If you don't know about Wild Swim Run,
1: find out. It's awesome. Episode- 10. 10. Lucky number 10. Yeah. Now to the feats of endurance. Well, this week, this, I, I will, I have to preface this. This isn't selected by me. Right, it was selected by but me. this week's winner is we my need, brother. We need to talk about this. We need to talk about this. <laughs> so my brother, his name is Michael, the same last name. <laughs> uh, i out of the blue he texts me and he says hey i think i want to do a swim run and like tell me about it and he knows that i'm doing that that we're doing the show and everything right. so i said well first of all you got to get on the strava the low tie boy yep. strava club go over there get get on and so everyone can kind of see what you're up to so we can give you kudos and everything so we're very stoked that he's on board Sent him some of my extra swim caps and, like, all the kind of basic yeah. stuff. Uh, so keep it up, Mini Chip. I think We're it's rooting great. rooting for
2: you. I think it's great.
1: Yeah. So there might be more if, if people can handle two Nicodemus on the same <laughs> show. It might happen. It might happen. Bonus, bonus, bonus feats of endurance awards go to our favorite mixed team, the Boston Wet Sox Bronwyn and Greg from Boston. Uh, They've been posting workouts while they're on their recent vacation to Puerto Rico. So they ran in Chris's hometown and swam in the Ancestral Waters, which is Ocean Park, where he learned to swim. Yeah, as a
2: wee lad, I was two years old when I learned to swim. And last week, or maybe a couple weeks ago, when uh, Rick Mann won, I I made a statement. Anybody who's posting workouts in Puerto Rico, you're automatic. automatic. Wow. So bonus, bonus awards. So
1: if you want a Feats of Endurance bumper sticker, it's twofold to get one. One, go train in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Two, make sure you're in the Low Tide Boys Strava Club where you can join in, get inspired by fellow swim runners as they train all over the world. Dish and receive kudos. Yes. And we're definitely seeing a lot more activity as yeah. spring has sprung yeah, we're almost here in the at Northern 200. Hemisphere.
2: 200 folks almost a 200 people. I remember being super stoked when there was 20
1: and I'm still I'm just as stoked when whenever there's it's a new insane. person on there. It's insane. It's great. It's awesome. We we just love all the activity and and everything that's going on there. Actually,
2: I think I'm getting carpal tunnel from all the kudos. All the so, kudos? Cuz I kudo everybody. You if you're in the club, you're getting a Go kudo. to
1: your kudo with your left thumb instead of just your try, right yeah. maybe like switch it up. Yeah, switch it up or yeah. go get an iPad or a bigger thing and you can use a finger. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, okay. just, I'll just throw money at the problem. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, buy a different iPad. <laughs> <laughs> so on to this week in Swim Run, powered by RaceID.com.
2: So we have a couple of updates to share this week. Atala recently announced that all of their 2021 events are open for registration on RaceID.com, of course. Mm-hmm. And we, Chipper and I, are already registered for Catalina. So mm-hmm. come join us. If you need, a, if you need more incentive than just hanging out with us, the back of the field. Early bird registration is happening until April thirteenth. So sign up early, save money, lock it in. I. We might have been the first people to sign up for Catalina, but that's fine.
1: Yeah, it was like we were trying to buy like concert tickets. Yeah, to, like a Britney you know, Justin concert. Bieber, or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's the week before Thanksgiving, and we're in the U.S. and I mean, so excited. It's gonna be so fun. It was super stuck. Super fun. Anywho. In other news, uh, for the ladies
2: out there, you need you should save the dates of May fifteenth and sixteenth for the next Wild Swimmer on Camp called Wild Day at Utah. So pretty sure you can figure out where that camp is going to be held. But there is more info coming soon. So sign up for the Wild Swim Run newsletter to be the first to hear all the details. Finally, the next registration price increase for Odyssey Swim Runs events, Mackinac, which I learned how to say recently, Mackinac Island, Ludington, and Austin are all happening on April 14th at midnight. So make sure to sign up soon if you want to race and save some money. Um, Our sources, the internet, tells us that Mackinac Island is already 50% sold out. So, you know, let that FOMO take over and just sign up now because you do not want to miss out on that race. That's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yes, all those races are awesome. Yeah,
2: so that's it for this week. Feel free to email us to tip us off of any events or swimmer news that you'd like for us to share on the show.
1: Yes, now to updates. So our latest episode of Gear Talk with the Swimmin' Labs is out. We do a full review of the Arc Sports Corp wetsuit. So check it out where you're already listening to this. It should have showed up right in your feed uh, (laughs) Tuesday morning. Yeah. Speaking of gear, as we're sitting in the Idea Lab, I e my garage, we came up with something to help everyone buy, sell, or exchange uh, new and used gear. So, we created the group, the Swim Run Swap Meet on Facebook. So, just search Swim Run Swap Meet, apply or ask to join, and we'll let you join. (laughs) And that's a place where you can share, uh, swap, or sell. It's a buy sell group. Go in there, unload your new, your your old wetsuits, your paddles, your buoys, whatever the situation is, and it's all for swim runners. So, there won't be any bikes. Uh, you know, anything like that. So it's all kind of Swim Run stuff. So enjoy. Finally, as we mentioned earlier in the program, mark your calendars for this Sunday, April 11th at 3 p.m. Eastern for the encore premiere of All the Way, The Making of Swim Run Champions. This one specifically for the U.S. audience and anyone who may have missed the world premiere a few weeks ago. We're going to have a live Q&A with George and Pontus, also known as GNP, after the film. So head on over to lowtideboys.com slash all the way for all the details. If you have any questions that you want to send to George and Pontus before, shoot us an email, lowtideboys at gmail.com or drop us a DM on Instagram. Yeah, Yeah, and the way it's going to work real quick so everyone knows,
2: we'll be posting a Zoom link on on that page, lowtideboys.com slash all the way. So you basically go there the day of the thing, see the link, we'll make sure you're not going to, you know, Zoom bomb us and
1: we'll get going from there. Yes. Additionally, the hats are in. So be sure to go grab yourself a Low Tide Boys lid if you're feeling like you need to keep the sun off your face or your neck or you just want to look cool. LowTideBoys.com. The hats are there. Now on to this week's interview with GNP. Yeah, so we're going to keep
2: this brief. Because we haven't been brief so far, uh, but we're super stoked to have George and Pontus back on the show to chat about the film all the way. Um, we discussed a lot of the scenes from the film and dove deeper into some of the in some of those scenes and into their training for the world championship. We talked about their positive attitude and their relationship as friends and partners, which is definitely tested in this film. Um, but you know, they came through it the right way. We've said it before, but we think that they're great ambassadors for this for Swim Run and. They're just really easy to root for. Yes, I know we're rooting for them. So, yeah, check out this interview. It was awesome.
1: Enjoy. Now, go to your calendar. April 11th. Mark it down. U.S. premiere all the way. 3 p.m. But first, GNP. <laughs>
2: To have once again on the show George Bialcamo and Pontus Lindberg. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Welcome back, thank guys. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, we, we're you. really happy to have you guys back on, and thank you so much for supporting the show and you know and being fans, the spreading the spreading the good word about Swim Run. Um, we wanted to chat with you today about the movie that just came out, all the way the making of Swim Run Champions, where you guys are the main protagonists. What was that like, being documented? <laughs>
3: I have a sort of a problem being in the, in the center and being in focus. I think so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, uh, that was weird.
1: <laughs> takes takes a yeah. little getting used to with uh,
3: yeah
1: with the camera. It was like already. being in
3: a uh, uh, CBT, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, exposure experiment
1: to get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Oh yeah. Um exposure therapy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Got it. And so this was they Carl, who we had interviewed on our on our last one of our recent episodes, the director, uh in 2018 he started chronicling your team's um push to, to win the Attila World Championship. And we all kind of saw how this unfolded in the documentary. And I remember Chris and I were lucky enough to to get an early preview of it. And we have seen it, I want to say, five times now or something at least. Be, uh, okay. And so um, we may have seen it. Yeah, uh, probably the most right now of anybody. Yeah, I would say. But anyway, for Carl, maybe <laughs> Carl, Carl and you guys have probably seen it more than us. But there was. Well, I
0: think I've. Yeah, I think I only seen it. All well, twice. Different yeah, cuts also. Yeah, yeah. Different cuts. But the final so version you once. You're probably on the highest count.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we, we are trying to be journalists and stuff and uh, you know, we had to watch it to make sure we understood all the themes and everything. And the the
1: first time that we saw it was oh, we we have talked to all these people and we finally get to see them in person. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, there's so and so, there's so and so and we had to pause it and then we were trying to watch with the um the the co- closed captioning with the translations on so that was a whole uh, bit of extra endeavor as well taking that on but uh going back to your 2018 you you two were were really poised to 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 have a have a good performance there in the world championship and then there was one particular scene which the only feeling I can really describe for you guys was was just I was just gutted. And that scene was when you two were at the aid station and you knew you had to be there for only 20 seconds but it started to turn into 30 and 45 and it was like ah uh, and you could kind of just feel the you could feel it slip away a little bit. Was that actually what was happening kind of in that in that particular scene?
0: Um, I guess that's on owner oh, no, maybe the long run. Yeah, yeah. Could that be it? Or, yeah, I think uh... you
1: were down. I think it was. Oh, you guys are down three minutes or three and a half minutes, and there was an aid. And yeah, it that was that must be on owner. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I think we both knew by then that things were not working out. <laughs> we
3: had we had <laughs> been was, uh, we had been was, uh, going alone uh, for like. Maybe three hours. Wow!
1: Trying to bridge. Uh, yeah, and, to uh,
3: yeah, and
1: we didn't, we didn't
3: really. We wasn't able to catch up uh, since they were three teams cooperating. Uh, and yeah. we sometimes, we, I think, we were down to one minute at one time, uh, but then it ah. started to increase again, and that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we knew by then that
0: it wasn't gonna work out yeah i think at that point we all we also we also became aware that none of those three teams were falling apart so Mm, we wouldn't even be able to get some sort of comfort in at least securing a a spot on the podium because because they were still holding it together so so that kind of made it even harder to motivate uh that extra gear yeah. that it would take. This was also yeah. the year that uh,
3: if you won six races in a row, you would get, um,
1: I oh, don't remember f- how much it was, but a lot of money. And we, yeah. and this
3: was, we had won uh, four consecutive races. So we just have to do this one and then uh, secure the 1,000 lakes also. And then we would have the
2: big payday.
3: The big payday. Yeah. Pay <laughs> So that was an extra disappointment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I will say it, that was communicated effectively from <laughs> in the film, but it also feel like it threw a heap load of gas on your, your fire. And what we had, what we saw after that race was you two taking it to what is kind of like in the marginal gains area where us, us, uh, you know, uh, average people average average Joes and Janes of swim run aren't even up in the stratosphere of the point where you, where you guys are at with everyone but you're looking and you you had you hired a specific uh run coach you were you were diving into every aspect that you could to try to squeeze what you could out of your performance and obviously it worked spoiler alert it worked <laughs> but <laughs> but I would I would love to love to get into a little bit about where you guys started to kind of think about looking for for your improvements to to take that kind of little bit of a disappointment that you had in 2018 and and translate it to the success that you knew you could have and wanted in 2019.
0: Yeah, I think the 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 disappointment in 2018 was due to a lot of different factors. I think we were in shape. We were in good enough shape to to take the win already that year I think but there were some some foremost I think mentally we were not we were tired mm-hmm, <laughs> from mm-hmm. doing so many races during that yeah. year that we didn't really have that extra yeah. strength to uh, to really and be decisive in what we wanted to do during the race also strategically we we there were a lot of Choices, active choices that we never made. We just signed, kind of just um, accepted what was happening. Sort Passengers. of. Or we, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't make like active choice yeah. to change anything. We we did a completely
3: different race than we had done on all the shorter World Series races. There we had just gone hard from the beginning, yeah. sort of taken command of the race and mm. decided what would happen. And this race we were more like passive reacting yeah Yeah, reacting to all the other teams instead and just waiting sort of and that 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 wasn't good so it it, the the race really it slipped out of our hands (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean it we did some tactical mistakes yeah and and then we decided i I think we we were pretty much the same day at the banquet or after the banquet we decided that okay let's do uh, let's do this as we do the other races next year and uh, just try to optimize for this race and don't do a lot of other mm-hmm. things do it more like like um,
1: just go with what with with what works for you in every other race yeah and exactly lay it out. And, yeah. and a
3: bit more like like we did in triathlon when uh, when you did ironman there were too few races so you could just focus on one race right. at a time mm. Uh, since you did just two or maybe three Ironman races a year. So we did a bit more like that. And
2: then, uh, yeah. So kind kind of going a little bit deeper into kind of like the mental side of it. It seems to me like a race, like the world championship, such a long day. There's so many decisions you have to make and you're essentially trying to figure out what's the best way to get from A to B as seamlessly as possible, as quickly as possible. And, you know it seems like physically you were there and mentally you just had to kind of unlock some of these pieces do you think that the only way to have been able to do that was to have you know have raced it before
1: or was it something where it just just wasn't the right time did you need the experience or did you need that the the i guess the disappointment of 2018 to kind of fuel that 2019 experience or was it hey we need to to test out the course and see how this longer race is going to unfold, because you know, as 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 Michael from Etalou had mentioned, kind of in the in the front of the pack, it's kind of becoming a little bit like a Tour de France race, right, where these teams are kind of uh, playing and being really yeah. cute with each other. I think his I quote exactly, was, they yeah. play games." It was definitely
3: an experience that that helped us uh, for the next year, and and uh, as you said, it really fueled our our uh, energy to uh, improve everything even more.
2: How soon after the 2018 race did you guys sort of recommit to making 2019 World Championship be, be your goal? Did you take any downtime or did you just go straight into like Thousand Lakes and kind of kept pushing?
3: I think we decided pretty early on that uh, that was going to be the goal, but we took our rest for... Yeah,
0: yeah, it was just a
3: couple of weeks
0: yeah, I don't even remember if we did a race after that. No, so, I don't think so we did soon. Yeah, we went to we did the one in uh, in Cannes. Ah, I yeah, think, that's true. So. Yeah, so, and skips, that was uh, we did do 1000
3: lakes since we there was no. Right for it anyway. We had one right. two years in a row and mm-hmm. we were just gonna do it because we wanted that, uh, Want that golden bib price.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so now we skipped that one and just.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember us thinking that we still needed to do something to get get our motivation back on and feel that we uh, mm. got something out of all the training, also, because cause we didn't do any other races except from Ute, I think. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm confused. You got your ears. <laughs> I, I, I'm, yes. I'm mixing we did all, up the we years. We did all
3: the races. Yeah. <laughs> we did all
0: of them. But we still needed to fuel that fire a little bit more. So we did uh, come after Atelajas to get, sort of get get through that Sh- yeah, disappointment. Shake,
1: shake uh, the bad so, one off. Yep.
3: Yeah.
2: I, I feel you on that. I mean, it makes sense that you did – I mean. You guys essentially won every race that you entered except for the world championship in in twenty eighteen so you're already at sort of the highest point in the sport, but for this one this one title um what was was it was it like all right well, we know what we need to do, we just need to like reset and come at this next year or or was it more like you guys had to talk to your to your partners and you know what was? George was Helen being like, "Oh yeah, you'll be fine. Just like help me with the kids for the next three months, and you can go back to training." Like, like how, like how did that work?
0: uh I didn't actually. Uh, we, we didn't talk about it, and
1: <laughs> it was just a, uh, assumed
0: for a while there yeah. uh, at home. But um, no, I, 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 I'm, I know she, Helena was probably she, she already knew that we were gonna yeah. probably have another go at it because she kind of saw the whole thing also the same way as Mm -hmm. we did that we really came we we had what it would take but we just couldn't get it out there that day and for numbers of reasons but um so I'm, i'm pretty sure she wanted us to to have another shot and 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 to really get it all out there and 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 showed what we could do
1: yeah and and i, I let's let's dive into your your, your to your partnership a little bit and i think uh, we talked about this uh in our interview with carl but uh one scene that chris and i particularly really connected with was um after i think a, a track practice or something you guys went and and you were in someone's car uh but you guys each brought your towel and you put it over the back of the seat because you don't want to get your your buddy's car all sweaty. And Chris and I do that same thing, and we're like, they're just like us, except way faster. <laughs> <back. laughs> but there is yeah. something there, and we notice, you know, you guys are training together. Obviously, you did you did the huge Kraken uh, swim run, ultra swim run, if you will, and there is something about there that when you and and Chris and I have been really seeing this a lot more between us and in our training as we're training together. More often and at higher kind of intensities, I'd imagine you guys are training very intense as well. It's when you're hurting and when you're in a bad place, you know your partner's right there in the same spot that you are. And is that kind of one area that you guys really try to focus on? Because you need to be so synced up for eight and a half, nine and a half hours on the world championship. Is that the level of commitment that you two need to know from each other that you are both that committed?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I would say
1: our strength
3: as a team is probably that we know each other so well and cooperate extremely well.
1: Yeah, and and it's like everything. You two are, you know, you're attached to the tether nearly. You know, getting getting your fika after uh, a swim or or after the run practice, and I think that just really. Yeah, you guys, I think you're totally just just so synced up and it's not, oh, well, um, you know, George is going to go get the run training and Pontus is going to go hit the pool for some more laps. You you both are committed to this one singular thing to better the overall team. And I think that's the real kind of beauty of of swim run. That was a statement, I guess, not a question. Yeah,
3: Yeah. absolutely. Totally agree.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's a luxury that we—it's even pra- that we can even do that. In, I mean, yeah. to have that much time together training, because I mean, that's—it's not something that everyone could do for practical reasons and mm-hmm. uh, life puzzle uh, reasons. Uh, but we we uh, we really have an, uh, <laughs> an opportunity to use that to our advantage.
2: Yeah. And and it seems to me like, you know, you, you guys enjoy each other's company, <laughs> which is which I think would be important to a good partnership. But it also yeah. like you also drive each other to to get the best out of the other person. Now, is that something that you guys discuss or is it something that's kind of like unspoken where, hey, you both are committed to the same goal and whatever it takes to achieve it that's where you go. So, so is it, is it just kind of like, does it just happen because you guys are really great friends or does it happen sort of more intentionally than that?
0: Uh, I don't know if we uh, have talked about it that way. Mm-hmm. It's, uh,
1: I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's just, <laughs> just go. You just didn't yeah. know they're going to be there. Uh, I think,
0: it, but I think one of the most important things in the, in the team constellation is that you, Sort of are responsible also as a team. I, I don't think we've ever been in the position where we think that the other one hasn't done what he should be doing. Right? Or there's really, no, yeah. there's no blaming the other one.
2: Right. Th- that but,
0: thought has never really crossed my mind that we would. Well, I've never blamed Pontus for everything and for anything, and uh, I've never experienced Pontus. <laughs> well blaming me for, for not yeah. performing, you know, because uh, I think we both sort of bring everything we possibly can.
2: Yeah.
0: I um, agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you you see a lot of <laughs> other teams, they have, there's falling outs and, you know, because mm-hmm. people don't get along and I, I
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, and humans that, are um, probably has
0: a lot to do with that, that they experience that they don't really sort of meet halfway.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my timeline's correct here. So after the, the, before the 2019 races, when Pontus, you had your ankle injury, fracture, compound Fractured.
3: Yeah, that, I think the ankle injury was before the 2018 race. The fractured oh. um, fractured calf bone was uh, before the 2019
1: race. Right. Okay. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of
3: injuries. Here, so.
1: <laughs> so I'm sure that. I mean, obviously that was a pretty nerve-wracking, nerve-wracking scene in in the movie where. You know, they kind of built it up like, oh, is this going to end the kind of the the redemption, the hunt for 2019? Um, And it sounds a bit like that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Walk us through that a little bit, because that especially if you're at the at the level that you guys are at and and you need that redemption and, you know, you're capable of that. I mean, that is a a massive potential setback for the team. Yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was, it was horrible. I broke my leg during a run and had to crawl out of the woods and uh, and I felt that this isn't good. And then I got to the hospital and they confirmed with an x-ray that it was, yeah, it was was broken uh, in two pieces. Uh, And uh, yeah. I thought that maybe this is game over for the 2019 season, and I felt really bad for for George. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want. Uh, it was a, It was not that fun to tell him about it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that would be.
2: Yeah, because you felt like you were letting him down, right? Because it's yeah, like, of oh. course,
1: yeah.
3: Felt terrible. Yeah, but uh, somehow I've been in a position where I've broken things before. <laughs> I think I have two or maybe three. Injuries that the doctors have said is career ending, wow. and I have been uh, really focusing on the rehab and made my way back. I was pretty sure that it, it's possible anyway, so I did. Uh, yeah, I did uh, rehab uh, for one hour a day for for a uh, couple of months, or maybe three or four months, uh, to get back in shape, and it worked out very well. Uh, started running uh, maybe this time uh, of the year last mm. two years ago. But very 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 soft like 5 minutes running with yeah. 1 minute pause in between every minute. And George yeah. George
2: what 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 were you thinking when this happened you're like come on buddy you can get it back or <laughs> you're just like oh what's
0: Well I, I, I well I I probably wasn't as worried as Pontes was. Of course I was you know it was heartbreaking news. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that was a tough call in uh <laughs> Uh, to to get, of course, uh, since we were so dead set on on like really nailing it uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the following year in 2019. But but knowing Ponte's history of injuries and uh, and uh, his comebacks, uh, <laughs> history of comebacks too. <laughs> I, I I wasn't as probably it wasn't as worried as Pontus was uh, to begin <laughs> with. Maybe plus he was extremely positive. Throughout this whole period he never he never really uh at least showed any doubt uh, <laughs> which was, <laughs> helped a lot
1: <laughs> yeah yeah stand stand rock rock solid there and and yeah i mean it's it's nice, and that probably helped you a little bit Pontius that that your partner had a lot of confidence in you because uh yes. you've done it before so <laughs>
3: Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> course. That's just good.
1: So you guys came came back and and on the the start of the 2019 Atala World Championship were you a 100% confident that you were going to take it and you were going to take the the win or was or was there a little bit of, a little bit of doubt in there still?
0: If there was any doubt before the start of the race, I think we just it wasn't there. As soon as the gun went off, it, okay. it, I, it was pretty clear that we were really determined this year.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you, weren't, least, you weren't going to react. Like, you were going to make the active Yeah, decisions there was
0: no and... no bullshit this time. So. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's there's one funny scene in the movie. Uh, that's I guess like Rasmus was shooting that where it was before I think it was the pig swim. I think it was the pig swim. And everyone is kind of standing ready to jump in and you on guys are like you guys are like, Hey, do you guys want to lead a little bit? And everyone just started laughing at you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. what was that all about? Yeah. I think that's the uh, bullshit they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> was, the, the, yeah.
3: Yeah. It was pretty obvious quite early on that the other team's strategy was to have us do all the swimming lead all the mm-hmm,
1: swims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. So, uh, all the, all the longer swims uh, up to that point we had been uh, uh, leading. So, uh,
0: we pretty much uh, got
3: tired of that. Yeah.
0: yeah <laughs> and and to you. be <laughs> honest, to, to be honest, that kind of gave us even more confidence. Yeah. yeah. That, that, the f- their fear was real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, and, and we and we saw we knew that they all of the, the other top teams, they had already sort of planned this together in a way. And uh, so so um, uh, that just made it feel even better to sort of lead lead the race and, and sort of uh,
1: it's it stoked your fire a little bit like it, it kind yeah. of fueled it about, OK, you, you guys need us to to win. Your your strategy to win is to follow us, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we'll just yeah. do that, and, you know, you, you are yeah, right. confident it's like, in your ability. Yeah,
2: it's like, oh, we'll just hang back and wait for them to show some weakness or some, we'll uh, take you know, chink yeah. in the armor or whatever. And you guys were like, forget you guys. Like, there's no yeah. there's no chink
3: there's here. No, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: The armor's yeah. full up.
3: It's well, even better to win when we... Uh... When we did that, then uh, we let them have their strategy and we won anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. Now, would you consider 2019 to be your best swim run performance at the world champion, like ever? Or was it more like your most, you most satisfying? Your oh, most satisfying.
0: I guess both. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, you know, world champions. Plus you get a bonus year being world champion because of COVID. So, you know. That's always yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah,
0: it
3: really that paid was, off. The plan was to be world champs for one more year, but not in this way.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, so, so you know, another thing that the movie kind of goes into is, you know, it's it talks about kind of like the experience of swim run as one where you have to essentially like negotiate the nature that's in front of you in order to to succeed and. You know, for every race, it's going to be different. Now, the way Carl talks about it, the film, it's almost like, you know, the archipelago. It's like a character in the thing, and everyone has to kind of figure out the puzzle on how to get mm-hmm. from A to B. Is that how you guys think about it, or do you see it, like, more tactical? Like, okay, let's just get from this island to that island, and let's plan on holding this pace. Um, You know, what, when when you're looking at a race that you've been studying and preparing for in a race before, like the World Championship, like... How much of it is, is it like? Okay, well, let's just let's just see what what nature gives us today, or is it like you know it kind of doesn't matter? You're just like, going to run your race.
3: I think some somewhere in between. Uh, mm. We are very determined to have our plan and we're going to stick to that. But but you have to adapt. Yeah. Uh, in a way, you well. know. It's the year of 2017. I think it was. It was really was it 18 i don't remember uh, but it was uh, gale gale force Wins.
2: yeah i think that uh, was, 27, it was. So that was 2017 yeah cuz 18 was yeah, the 17. year that it was super flat and fast yeah that's really true nice yeah uh,
3: and there you you definitely have to adapt to to the nature and pace yourself out uh, regard uh, pace your uh, the nature in mind
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. totally so I have another question that you guys can refuse to answer. This, but the movie, <laughs> the, the movie kind of covers a little bit what your sort of pre-race ritual was. Like it sounds like you guys do some. I mean, it looked like you do some band work. Uh, you looked pretty sweaty <laughs> before you were getting to the start line. Can you walk us through kind of what your pre-race prep kind of like entails the morning of the morning of a race? And you can refuse to answer if this is a secret.
3: <laughs> no, it's not a secret. Well, we used to try to uh, warm up both running and swimming if possible, but uh, I don't think we did that. Uh, I don't think we did any swimming in 2019. We did some band work.
1: Because yeah. you, you got to get the engines ready to, to be outputting a lot right away. Yeah. Because the yeah. race doesn't start out cute. You know, it's quick. But, but, But actually,
3: just the World Champs race, not the other races, starts out quite slow because they have that pacing uh, motorcycle uh, for the first island. Mm. So uh, it's not as necessary in that race as in other races, I think, to uh, really be uh, set for a fast pace. Because in the other races, we often just open up at maybe 3.15 pace running per kilometre. Uh, but, uh, but just on the world champs, it's quite slow. Uh, I don't know, five, four, uh, four, 24, 30 pace, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, going out on I'd the on first, the uh, maybe the first
0: two case. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and where you sort of have to have gotten your heart rate up, uh, is for the first, uh, first island where the pace is really high, but then you've had the whole, the, the first long swim to sort of uh, get your motor uh, going <laughs> right. and get gotcha. your pulse up and sort of get, a, get into the race because uh, then the running is really and the, and the uh, getting out and into the water, is uh, everything is going really fast on the first couple of islands.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and is that where where you, where you guys essentially that's where the elite sort of the people who are in it to win it for just pack. totally separate from the rest of the field, or does that happen kind of kind of later
0: pretty pretty much yeah, pretty, pretty
2: much. much on the first or second island i would say yeah,
0: yeah. But and then it increases all throughout the day so yeah yeah, so, and that's it's been like that regardless of the conditions so some some yeah. years it's more or less slippery on those islands, but that's where, where it tends to usually be a lot of falls. And, and uh, it's also tricky uh, technically, but very, very slippery usually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so I think that makes a big difference if, if, if you're willing to uh, risk that, which you kind of have to.
1: Yeah. To win.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, to, to make sure to be in the top group
2: yeah, I mean, you know, I when I when I used to be somewhat competitive and could win a race depending if no one showed up who could actually beat me. Um, you know, I always found that there were there were certain periods where you just had to make the decision to kind of go all in and take take or the all risk. The way. Yeah, or, or go all the mm-hmm. way exactly. Um where it's kind of like okay, this might come back to bite me, but if I don't if I don't take this risk or if I don't, you know, sort of have the courage to, to 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 make this move or whatever it is like you know it might cost me later now in swim run we haven't really experienced that because we're just trying to survive for the most part but but yeah. it, but do you think yeah. do you think that but, that's that that's true for a race like the world championship where there's a couple times where you're just like all right we need to have, oh, we need but to have courage and make the that race.
0: that's no there's definitely those defining moments and and i think that's also went one what went wrong in two thousand and eighteen mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. we knew that right there and then we had one of those moments where you have to sort of you have to make a decision and follow through, yeah. and we were so aware of it that we made the decision, but we still didn't follow through, mm-hmm. so we kind of saw the whole thing kind of come apart uh, because of that, and in two thousand and nineteen we we were um we were in control of those situations and there was never never any hesitation we just we just acted on on that instinct that we kind of realized that this is this is it this is this is what we have to do in each each situation
2: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so yeah you were yeah, totally. You were just such, you were just way bullish on 20 2019. You just attack constantly attacking and and pushing every opportunity you got. It kind of seems like. Yeah. Um, yeah I I obviously, it worked out. Worked out for <laughs> to well be on top
3: of the
2: game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is there is there one moment in particular that you really felt, you know, it's like I haven't had any experience about winning a race, but sometimes it does seem that, oh, there is a point in the race where you kind of have it won or it's yours to lose or there's an island or two left and and you have an hour lead or whatever the situation is. Was there a moment that you made one of these moves that you're like, that might have been the last move that we had and this will kind of lock it up for us? Or was it constantly pressing for the whole day? Um, I think
3: think we... Yeah, I think we... There was no decisive decisive mode where we felt that now we have now we have it. Uh, but mm-hmm. but we had one quite early on where we felt that okay, we are we are in very good position to win this because uh, okay. we ended up um, running quite fast on one of the first islands and we got a, a gap for like seventy meters or something and and. Uh, the other teams had to um, fill that gap in an uphill section. Um, mm. And we were going like 320 pace maybe. And uh, when they caught up, they were, they were smoked. Yeah, yeah. And we, were, we were felt like, okay, this is quite early on in the race. And uh, we're feeling well. And uh, <laughs> they just burnt like a whole box of matches. To, right. to feel right. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. And then uh, uh, then it's harder to fall. Fo- they can't follow you in the water if, if you're getting in, you know, 50 meters or 100 meters ahead. <laughs> so that spoils uh, that plan for them.
3: Yeah, pr- that probably they had to... That was why they felt that they had to catch us uh,
1: again. Yeah, but,
3: but after that, we felt that uh, we were... Uh, yeah, we were very much more... We were very confident after that. But um, there was no... Point in the race that we felt that now we ha- now we have won it. I would say
1: Fill the tape.
0: Do you- no, and and we never really let up after that either. Um, so they we yeah. never really made it easy
2: for them. Yeah, <laughs> so, love it. Uh, you're racing. Yeah, you're racing. That's how that is done. So so go- going back going back to the film a little bit. Um, you know, we heard it from Carl how you guys had a mutual friend and then he reached out to you. Was it, was it hard for him to convince you to let him make a movie about you guys when you're trying to essentially, you know, win the world championship or was it more like, sure, why not? Come along.
0: Well, we were, we were pretty uh, clear with him that we, we were still just going to do, we were going to do our thing. So he, Mm -hmm. and, and I, I think he, 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 he wanted to uh, uh, keep it as real as possible, so he I mean so we basically decided most of the times that we that he should just show up for our training sessions or when we meet, when we uh, get together after the training sessions for coffee and things like that. so mm-hmm. we just told him that we're going to swim at six o'clock, you show up and you get some uh, coverage or, or not. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Yeah, you're not going uh, to bend your schedule to. Fit, yeah, fit so this he map. had
0: to uh, adapt a lot, which was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he was surprised that we got up so early.
3: <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's, say, that's, that's how you the make the a tournament champion. With him being on the subway at five in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 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 That's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> so now we go. You won 2019. Amazing performance. You got everything you wanted out of it. Perfect redemption. Great, great little bow to the movie. And then COVID happened in, in, in 2020, as we all know. And you two had all this, uh, you know, I guess we'll say pent-up energy to go to try to repeat at the World Championship, which was not happening. So that kind of uh, formulated the the Kraken swim run, which we did, chronicled and documented. And and you you did a, an ultra three day event swim run over the world championship course five or six times I forgot the distance
2: yeah it was it was basically the entire archipelago so it was a world championship distance
1: every, every day, day for times. three days for three days yeah yeah I'm yeah. still dizzied by the, by the <laughs> accomplishment but what is uh, what does twenty twenty one have in store for George and Pontus understanding that it's all tentative yeah. If everything, yeah. if all the races happen as scheduled, well, we haven't,
0: um, we haven't made a final decision um, on on a on a race schedule, uh, mm. but we're pretty sure that well, we're going to make sure that we're in uh, great shape for for August, September, and mm. and we'll see what that brings. Yeah, because uh, we have the the best sort of groundwork. Done that we have had in in all of the previous years, yeah.
1: um, no one is injured this year no fact for the <laughs> and and we heard from a lot of people that that covid and the time and the forced time off is actually a really good time to to repair recover and and sort of recharge the batteries a little bit. Did you guys feel that that was applicable to you, and do you feel? really fresh and, and kind of ready to, to attack this year uh, of races, whatever you decide on doing?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it grew, we grew a little bit tired of the situation, but, I mean, it did, it did give us a, a chance to, uh, to um, recover some more, and that was very much needed after our uh, crack and swim run adventure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I, some, I needed
2: to recover and I'd even do it. You know, I, I needed to take <laughs> a couple of weeks off.
0: And and for quite some time, uh, we also been sort of um, doing what we've felt like doing training wise mm-hmm. and not been been at it after a set schedule for for some time, which is yeah. uh, probably good for for motivation uh, as well.
1: Totally. Can see that there. So, if you haven't seen All the Way movie yet, head on over to alltheway.se. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah.
2: Are you, are you guys happy with the movie? Are you guys happy with how it turned out? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, it uh, was uh, incredible to see how, how it all... <laughs> how the pieces came together. Um, yeah, and Carl is really, really professional.
1: Yeah, it's
2: yeah, I'm super
3: good at doing this. Play. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, I I've, I've mentioned this before, and I remember telling Chipper when we were watching it for the first time. I, you know, just looking over to him, and be like, I don't think anybody loves swim run more than George and Pontus. Like, just like the energy, the enthusiasm. Like it, to me, it just seemed like. You know, whether this was a world title or not, like you guys just really love the sport and kind of like the idea of what the process it's... process oh, of Yeah, it. the process think. of it, like the the whole vibe of it. Um, would you say that's a true statement? Do you guys love swimmer more than everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't uh, know. Yeah, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, it could be. Could, could be. Could, like could, be, could be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome well we've kept you on for for a while here and we appreciate you coming on again you guys are just regulars on the low tide boys at this point so yeah. congratulations <laughs> on that whatever that means um but again all the way documentary is out all the sc to check that out we'll have all those links uh down below you make a donation to watch and it goes to some great cause
2: yep. yep it goes to the i don't i can't Oceans. say oh i can't say it. i mean oh, yeah. in swedish it's, in it's a swedish super long word but it's the like the archipelago foundation yeah is a, the rough translation yeah. but uh but yeah, yeah. That's, what's that's what's the
1: swedish translation of that yeah
2: what's the what's the name of that organization
3: uh, god stiftelsen
2: ooh okay yeah, I'm try both. that one <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Even harder than I. My <laughs> <game>. <laughs> I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather do the Kraken Swim Run uh,
1: <laughs> than try to say that one. Again. Awesome. Well, well thank Georgia you guys Mont, so
2: yeah. much. You guys are the best. Um, you know, we're really grateful that you guys take the time to be on our show and you know help us spread spread the love about Swim Run. So, so yeah, thank you guys again for for taking the time to be on our show.
1: Thank,
2: well, thanks thank,
1: for having us. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. You can also sign up for our newsletter at
2: lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z, and check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, drop us an email at
1: lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music. And of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of our swim run activities, hobbies, and other bullshit we do. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> you can
2: support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim.
1: And then a run. And then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then run to the finish line. And just keep going until you're done. Yes, or until run you to cross the, or, the finish line. Or
2: run to the car. Or run to your car. Somewhere. Just keep running.